Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I glow in the dark. This week, we f- pick up where we left off last week, and rather than the universal laws which we covered, this week we'll be covering karmic laws, which are more or less the same thing, a little bit of a different name, but karma is the idea of cause and effect, and so a lot of the laws will have a bit more I don't. I actually don't know that. I'm just saying things. I'm just lying right now completely. Uh, um, but uh, I don't know what happened exactly. But generally, that light in the background, as you see, it's pretty good, pretty nice, great. But I think since I got, I recorded with my phone. I think I got a scratch on my screen protector right over my front camera, and for some reason now I'm glowing. Um, uh, the light that's back there is somehow here now too. I don't know how that happened, to be completely honest with you, but uh, we're going to pretend like it's uh, not there. Uh, I'm cool with it. Let's hope you're cool with it. All all fine and dandy. Oh, audio listeners, uh, not a problem you need to worry about. So we're good, uh, fortunately enough. Where's my button? I found it. Uh, now I can hear myself. Awesome. Okay, Uh, I don't want to go to 30 minutes like last week, so we're going to hop into it uh, right now. The first one, the first law, the first garment law is the law of cause and effect. And this one is actually the same law that we saw in the universal law, too. Uh, In the universal law, it was that nothing happens by chance. Every action has a reaction or a consequence, right? So law of cause and effect, again, in the karmic section, same thing. Like a boomerang, what you put into the universe comes back. Pretty crazy, pretty simple, pretty standard. I don't want to sit here and go over this one again because I've talked about it a lot on the podcast, talked about it last week, and I'm going to continue to talk about it because everything in life, everything in the universe runs off of this basic principle, if nothing else. If you do something, something happens in response to that thing, right? That's just how it be. That's, that's how everything is. Uh, and then there's the law of creation. The energy, this is the second one, law number two in the karmic laws, the energy you create internally makes up your external life. And so we're going to see a lot of parallels between this one and the universal laws that we talked about last week. And so for this one, last week we talked about the law of correspondence, uh, which said that your external world is or your outer world is a reflection of your inner world right so what happens in you in your mind is the same thing that's going to transpire in your life right and so this says that same thing the energy that you make internally energy is uh well energy is everything and we talked about this a little bit last week with the law of vibration law of uh well relativity perpetual transmutation of energy etc and so these things we talked about energy and how energy makes up everything and so similarly this is way less scientific big warning here uh this is way more on that uh uh alex jones type stuff here but uh in your life in your existence you you have a soul you have a mind and a body your body is your vessel it's your link to the external world how you experience things how you observe things how you intake things it's it's an eye if it's an io thing like a computer your body's an eye uh, and then uh there's the o your output uh 
that's from your soul, right? So your mind is it processes things, it, it does things, it takes that data and it does stuff with it. But your soul is your being. That's you. Like that's the truest sense of you. Like that's what you actually are. I think last week we talked about the law of divine oneness and I said that you're a drop in an ocean and you are your own drop, but you're in an ocean. And so that drop, that one drop is your soul that that's the drop it's not your body it's not your mind it's your soul that's your existence and that soul creates energy and it releases energy in waves right and so depending on that wave is depending what's going on in your inner world and your outer world will be a reflection of that right so the energy that you make the energy that you create within yourself and around you is the energy that or the the it determines the the response of life outside of you. I'm not going to lie. I started this recording like five minutes late and now my time is all thrown off. I, it says it's nine minutes, but I've been recording for like three. I don't know what's happening. This is terrifying. But uh, so I guess I'm aiming for 25 minutes on that thing. huh? But yeah, the energy you create internally makes up your external life, law number two. And then law number three is the law of humility, something that I am obviously the best at. What an oxymoron. If you view something as an enemy or believe something is a negative, that energy builds within you. So uh, again, with energy building within you, this is also important to understand. First of all, cause and effect kind of plays into this, but the law of creation is kind of a combination. It uses the two that we just talked about. And so when you have something in your life and you don't like it, it's negative to you, then that negativity, when you believe something is negative, when you, when you uh, label something as negative, when you judge something as negative, that negative energy, that negativity, that will build in you, especially when you interact with that thing or when you think of that thing or in any way that you come into contact with that thing, whether that be mentally or physically. If you see someone you don't like, if you think about someone you don't like, or you think about a G Fuel flavor you don't like, or you think or you see taste a G Fuel flavor you don't like, that's that uh, energy will build within you, that negative energy. And like we said in the law of creation, if there's negative energy with in you that's the end that's that's what's going to build up your external life too so that negativity will bring more negativity into your life my beard and my mustache are getting unseemly uh the last this is this episode is the last one i'm recording uh before the end of that's not completely true ramadan and like the last day of ramadan is on the day i record the next episode but uh i'll i'll this will all be off in two episodes then. That means one more week of this is it's it's wild. It is it is crazy. I don't know if it's ever gotten this much and I've never actually shaved in my life. You know, fun fact, uh, at least my face, right? So I've I've always just trimmed. I just trim it. I just, I don't I've never like done the shaving cream thing and done the razor thing on my face. That was just too much work. And to be honest, I kind of like like the the stubble there, like the outline of where my beard would be. Like growing one out fully is kind of weird because it doesn't connect. Like my mustache and my beard doesn't connect. Like there's just this empty, this small empty space uh, like right next to my mouth. And so it's like this weird thing where it's uh, like, it looks okay, the beard, but since the mustache doesn't connect, it's just a bit strange, right? And so... I don't know. I 
I like showing that it's there because I, I think it's a better look. But when it grows out way too much, it a gets itchy, especially the mustache. Like it's really like it's really weird. Like the, like it'll just get itchy right here. And it's, I don't know. I was told by one of my buddies that has a majestic mustache. My guy has a handlebar mustache. He just said like it gets dry and like if you don't do certain things, like yeah, it's gonna itch and that's a bit depressing and not not a fun time to be honest. Um, the, anyway, <laughs> the, the fourth law is the law of growth. You must change yourself in order to see change in the universe. And so actually, uh, earlier I was saying that these laws are probably going to have to do more with cause and effect. And then I stopped saying that because I didn't know that, but it seems that way, right? So law of cause and effect that obviously deals with cause and effect. And then the law of creation, the energy you do internally makes up your external life. That's a cause and an effect. The law of humility, if you perceive as negative, negative things will happen. That's a cause and effect. And then this law of growth, change yourself to see a change in the universe. So like Gandhi said, be the change that you want to see in the world, right? And so this, why am I talking so fast? It's like I'm in a, sometimes it's like, I really need to finish recording. I need to do some homework. And so then I just start talking fast. But like, obviously, I know talking fast won't make the time go faster. If anything, I'll actually have to make up way more and I'll have to put more effort in and I'll probably end up going way longer than I anticipate. And so I don't know, the human brain isn't always helpful. Uh, Our perceptions, misconceptions are all all iffy at times. But yeah, law of growth. So if you want to see a change in the universe, we apply, we're basically just applying the law of creation and the law of humility. So the law of humility actually has a uh, a complement to it, which means if you view something as positive or you believe something is positive, that positive energy will build within you, right? So just as negative energy will build within you, positive energy will also build within you. So applying that uh, in the other direction is is really helpful and remember there's i think i talked about this last week but in statistics there's a law of complements uh, a probability of something happening is equal to one minus the probability of it not happening right so this it makes sense when you think about it i don't want to sit here and explain statistics because i don't want to do statistics i have a statistics exam in two weeks and i don't want to take it but final exam. It's going to be rough. It's 40% of my grade. And I just, I really just need to pass. Uh, the law of growth. Yeah. Just change yourself, change the energy that you produce, and that will change your external world as well as change the, the external world. I just said the same thing twice. Uh, the, the next law, the fifth law we have here is the law of responsibility. And so uh, you are the source of all things that transpire in your life. And this one we've talked about before when we went over the subtle art of not giving an F by Mark Manson in that there was that one story that I read to you. I don't remember what episode this was. It, yeah, it was probably the episode on fault and responsibility. Uh, but in that episode, when I read that excerpt to you about that uh, one, uh, I forgot his name, James, uh, James something his story about him like really weak but became one of the fathers of american psychology that dude like he took responsibility for all the things that happened in his life and there's a difference between fault and responsibility and i covered that in that episode but in uh here uh it's important to understand this is a karmic law just as it is uh, a law that or not a law as it is advice or, or something that i've told you this is a law if like if you want to you're just the source of all the things that transpire in your life. So this comes from the law of creation, the law of humility, right? Like the things or the law of creation and the law of cause and effect, like the energy you make up again, this is all about energy, releasing energy and attracting that same energy. The energy that you 
Jesus, I'm just murdering my microphone here. The energy that you're, you're giving out is going to determine what's happening in your life. Therefore, you are the cause of all the things in your life. And sometimes that can get really like people are going to be like, oh, what if my dog ran away? How like, well, like how, what did I do to deserve that? And it's like that, that's a really hard question to ask because it could be a lot of things. It could be one thing. It could be few things, right? But this idea of response, first of all, again, if, if you're going to try to take it to extremes and try to debater bro me, go watch the episode on fault and responsibility where I very clearly dis, like build a distinction between something being your fault and something being your responsibility and what that means. But when you are, when you understand that you're responsible for everything in your life, you get way more power, way more control, way more of a handle on your life. And and that's super, super good for you. And, you know, just your mood and your, uh, your feelings of helplessness, you'll feel a lot less helpless if you understand that you're responsible for everything in your life. And you, and you, uh, and you just apply that and you, and you truly uh, believe that. Because when we deny that, we just end up in uh, denial, pain, and and just suffering. Uh, The next one is the law of connection, the past present and future are connected. Uh, Your control over the present and future can destroy the negative energy of the past. Uh, And so this one, to me, I think of it like this. So we experience time as a line, right? We go day by day, second by second, minute by minute, you know, year by year. And, And so we're moving forward through time. However, when we think of, that's how we experience time. That's how our mind processes time. That's how we live through the universe. And that's how we live through reality every day. But what if we took time, which we know is like semi-malleable, right? We can like the law, like the universal, the Einsteinian law of relativity says, you know, time is relative. And so what if we took time and instead of viewing it as a line, we viewed it as a point, right? And so is this a point? This is a lot bigger than a point. I get that's, that's definitely a bit more accurate. And we viewed it as like a point, right? And so when we view uh, a time as a point, it, we get this really interesting thing where there's no, not exactly a past, a future and a present. There's just time. Like if we stick your entire life and put it in one point, everything is at one, like one thing. It's all just one. And so that's really interesting to think about for me for this one to say that they're connected, right? I mean, that just makes sense in general, right? Like if you go to therapy, they'll try to dig out trial, childhood trauma to figure out the root of your problems, right? Like you, the things that you go through in childhood, like build you up later, right? The things that you experience make you who you are later in life. Generally, sometimes you just decide that you want to change and, and whatever, but even that though, you can connect that. And then your future, obviously, dependent on your present, what you're doing now, what you're changing now, what you're working on now, what you're going towards now. Uh, and even me, right? Like I've been through a number of things in my life that all led me to making this podcast that led me to being able to talk about what I talk about, to being the dry effing sponge that I am and pretending like I'm a, a wet sponge. I, I don't know. Uh, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh law is the law of focus. You will perform better focusing on one thing than on multiple things. 
multitasking is inefficient. This is a karmic law, but it is also just a simple fact that we have studied over and over in psychology. Your brain literally will break down, literally will break down. Okay, that was a horror. No, it won't literally. Your brain will break down if you try to do multitasking. Instead of doing either task well, it'll do both tasks worse, right? You should always focus on one thing. This is why you don't text and drive. This is why you just drive and drive. And so you should understand you should focus on one thing at a time right you should take your take your focus and apply it to a point rather than applying it to a bunch of things because what happens is and this is psychology this isn't no hippy dippy effing karmic law voodoo doo-doo whatever it's it, your brain if you do multiple things will do all of those things worse than if you did one thing it would do one thing really well but if you try to spread yourself out it doesn't work the only thing you can multitask at is breathing and doing something else. Sometimes I will stop breathing when I meditate because of how focused I am. I can't like breathing in itself will distract me sometimes from my meditation. And then I'll just hold my breath for like, to be honest, I've probably gone way longer than I could ever imagine. And I just like the time lost it. But sometimes when I'm meditating, like, I, yeah, I stop. I even stop breathing because it's too much like my it's too much focus for my brain. Like, I don't want to focus on my breathing. I just want to focus on existence. And, you know, that's a really extreme example. But you're you're definitely you're not going to stop breathing when you're doing anything else. But, you know, don't just focus on one thing. Don't do a bunch of stuff. Uh, the law of uh, law number eight, I think, is the law of giving slash the law of hospitality. Uh, if you believe in something, you will be called upon to dis- demonstrate that. I honestly don't understand the title of this law versus what it means, but... Uh, if you believe in something, if you hold yourself to something or you, you spout something at one point in your life, you're going to come to a situation where you have to put that belief into action, where you're going to have to make a decision to to really like uh, cement whether or not you believe something. Uh, this one, this one's a little bit more malleable, right? I'm not going to say that this one's completely and utterly like if I sit here and say, oh, if I look at the trolley problem, of course I would pull the lever. Like uh, most people probably aren't going to run into too many situations where they are going to have to choose between life or death between five or one person, right? That's, that's not a common occurrence. I think, you know, I'm only so old, right? Like I've only gone through so many years of life. So I, I maybe I haven't ran into it yet, but it's a super common situation. And when you turn like 23, maybe you, you have to, someone comes to you and says, all right, we're either going to kill X amount of people or one person and it's up to you. What are you going to do? Like, right. But, um, the law, the next one is a law of here and now, and this is basically just mindfulness, right? Clinging to the past and or celebrating the future prevents you from being in the present. If you think about your past, you're not in the present. If you're thinking about the future, you're not in the present. This isn't rocket science. And it's not like we've never talked about this before. Life should be lived Life is best lived in the present. You'll find the most peace, prosperity, efficiency, productivity, all of the above in the present. You're not going to find it in the past. You're not going to find it in the future. You have to keep your mind on that present if you want to do that. The law doesn't say that you have to do anything. Laws Laws don't tell you you have to. Laws just, these laws at least, you know, obviously like societal laws tell you what you can and can't do. But these laws of the universe are more like facts of the universe, right? So the law of here and now, it doesn't say to be more present and just say that if you are clinging to the past or if you're celebrating the future uh, that hasn't happened yet, 
then you're not in the present. That's all it says. The law of change is our t- uh, 12, 11, 10, count backwards. Uh, 10th law, and if you find yourself in a cycle, I really, really like this one. If you find yourself in a cycle in life, uh, you are in it and can get out of it by learning the lesson that life is trying to teach you. In life, if you get caught into a cycle, I've talked about this before, if you get caught in a cycle, in order to exit that cycle, especially if it's a negative cycle, in order to leave that cycle, in order to break that cycle, there's a lesson that life is trying to teach you and you have to learn that lesson. So uh, the example that I've given before is people that get into abusive relationships. A lot of times they get into more than one. They'll get into another one after they are able to leave uh, the first one. And oftentimes they need to learn self-respect and self-love and and sell like, uh, you know, just to appreciate themselves. The lesson they need to learn is their worth and how how much they are worth. Uh, And that's like kind of sad to be honest, but it's a good lesson to learn, honestly. And it's really unfortunate if people have to go through that thing to to learn that lesson. But like, that's a cycle that we see pretty often. And overall, humans tend to like go in this cyclical pattern for a lot of things. And like two or three of our laws last week, the law of uh, the law of blah, 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 rhythm, the law of vibration. Yet last week talked about how everything's cyclical and everything's constantly in this, this cyclical flux. And uh, the law of change is just saying that if you get caught in a cycle that you, you don't want to be in, then you have to learn the lesson that your, your life is trying to give you. And then will you be able to break out, right? You just have to, like the key is hidden in the cell. You just need to find this key to to open it up and leave. After you find it, it's not too hard. But finding that key sometimes can be a bit tough. Uh, and maybe one day we can we can talk. Ab- can I talk about that? That's really situation to situation based. Not really. I don't think I can give too much. There's very there's a lot of things I want to talk about generally. A lot of times aren't really well talked about generally. Some people that are super like big brain can like apply it. But a lot of times like it's just it's meant to be situation to situation, person to person. Uh, and so when you don't have that, when you're way more, um, uh, when you're, when you're, uh, 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 no, something's in my eye. I had something in my eye all morning in my right eye and something's trying to get in my left eye. Now I was about to rip my right eye out, trying to get out whatever the frick was in there. It was awful. Anyways, uh, the, just go on to the next law. I don't know what I'm rambling about. I, I think I've already hit my 20 minutes. Uh, the next law is the law of patience and reward. This is law 11 here. All of your greatest successes in attaining your purpose requires consistent hard work, meaning you will need patience, right? And so that consistency to, to do something consistently over and over, like if you have a routine, it's it requires patience, especially because it can get really boring. Like if you have a, the same routine, I think uh, what's, uh, who's the famous, who's the big old, who's the big quarterback guy, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Like him, I think he like has the same routine. Like he eats the same food. He does the same exercise. Like he does the same thing every single day almost. And so like, it's boring and it requires a lot of patience, but it pays off. Like even at his age, he's still able to play at a pretty high level. Right. And so, uh, uh, 
in trying to attain your purpose, it requires hard work. And this relates to the law of applied action that we talked about last week. Uh, If you want to attain your purpose, then you need to consistently work hard. You need to keep working at it, keep going at it. You can't you can't let it go. You can't stop. Otherwise, things will slip through your hand because uh, this isn't a law of the universe. This is a cognitive bias, but the law of uh, the not the law of uh, the use it or lose it tendency, which just says if you don't use a thing, if you don't use a skill, it will attenuate. Uh, and then the last law, law number 12, is the law of significance and inspiration. Every action you take will influence the whole. And this is kind of similar to the law of cause and effect. All things that you do, since we're, again, law of divine oneness from last week, everything, since you are just part of one thing, since all is one and all is connected, all things that you do affects that one thing, that all, that that divine oneness that we're all a part of. And so your actions all affect that. No pressure though, right? Um, uh, But uh, that one, you know, that one's... That one's, there's some laws, there's some things I talk about on this podcast that don't matter to your life most of the time. I think these are one of those things. If you don't want to think about this one, you don't, right? A lot of these laws, if you're really interested in this, then you, uh, um, then you think about it, right? I give it to you and I, I let you think about it. And, um, uh, what do I want to do? What, um, yeah, sometimes it's just for you to think about. Anyways, uh, I think I am five minutes over time. So Tokyo Ghoul finished it. Great, great anime. But I want to read the manga because I think the manga had a different ending. And I'm really curious to see how they did it in the manga. Uh, and then I also still reading Spy X Family Manga, which is still fire. Really love it. Anya's adorable. Yours also adorable and also hot. And then, you know, uh, Lloyd, great guy doing great things so uh i'm a big fan big big fan of the the manga and i'm really excited for the anime to finish so uh, i'm really curious how far the anime or will go i wonder if i've already read past whatever the anime is going to be on i feel like i have because uh, i'm on like chapter 50 out of like 62 that's out right now uh and so uh yeah i'm gonna finish that up hopefully this week and then uh I don't know. I don't know if I'll start reading Tokyo Ghoul after that, or if I'll f- catch up to Archmage, like four thousand Archmage after four thousand years or whatever. Uh, but uh, other than that, I have finals in the week. I have well, the the day I'm recording this the, tomorrow, I have two labs due, uh, and I have a twenty page report due and a final presentation due. And then on Tuesday, I have half of a project due. So it's like a homework assignment that is based on a project that is due in next week or when you're listening to this, like in a few days. And so uh, a lot to do. I finished one of the labs. I finished my part of the presentation and the report, and then my teammate's going to do his part. And then I still need to finish the, the other lab, my physical electronics lab. And so it's, it's rough. Uh, today I'm going to mostly work on that project. It's coding and I really don't like it. So I just want to finish it as soon as I possibly can. But yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm up to. I wonder what you're up to. You can just talk to the screen. I'm, I'm here. Just pause it.
and then just talk to your phone or whatever you're watching or listening to this on. And uh, will I be able to hear you? I mean, every action you take influences the whole and I'm part of that too, apparently. So maybe I will, you know, maybe I'll just hear some voices in my head and it'll be all of you wonderful viewers. Anyways, uh, much thanks for listening to this episode. It's seriously funny. Give it a share with all your friends if you're into, if they're into this weird hippy dippy voodoo stuff. Uh, next week, we'll talk about fasting and Ramadan since that will be coming to a close next week. Uh, and, um, We'll talk about it again, right? Maybe we'll just make an annual thing, which saves me one out of 52 weeks of every year. I'll know what I'm going to talk about. Uh, but you know, that's that's for next week, which I'm probably going to have to actually write a script. I don't, I should have time. I think honestly, most of my assignments are Monday, Tuesday, and then I'm, then I'm more or less good. I have to finish a bunch of assignments that are due next Monday. And then I have exams next Monday. And then I have to, my project is due next Wednesday. My report is for that project is due next Thursday. So a lot of next, and then my all, and then finals week starts after next week as well, which, uh, I only have two finals that I'm going to need to like, outside of class right so one of my finals is during the thing and one of the other one of my finals also during the week and then i have a final exam on saturday for some effing reason my stat exam and then my signals exam is on monday but anyways rambling aside i don't want to edit all of this uh, i love you so much thank you for listening uh you are the law of uh, everything and you karma magic voodoo hippie doo-doo woo-woo uh i'll see you next i'll talk at you next week much love peace